<laughs> Welcome to Time Play 3HL. I'm Lockie. I'm Louis, sorry. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, this is a video game podcast in which it we is. play a video game for three hours, and this week we had the pleasure of it being Overwatch. But it yeah. wasn't just that, because we got no. to play in a very special place. Belong. Belong. <laughs> Should we talk about it? That's it. Bring out like um was waiting for the intro to roll in yeah you know I, I i was expecting to hear it well they just have true uh yeah so we met up on saturday yeah we met up in kingston like we mentioned and we went to a game which is a video game shop and obviously because of declining sales in video games they're trying to branch out and survive in these tough times and they've gone for a sort of gaming cafe yeah, which is an amazing choice of all the things um, that company could have done to go for. Let's make a modern internet cafe is is it's pretty bizarre. Yeah, and it goes. It's so tied in, but so against everything that that company is, which is about making sales for you to take a game and go home. And it sort of just opens it up to a sort of social experience rather than a product. It becomes a service rather than a product sale. Yeah, But I mean, it's, it's, it's all video games. It's also odd just because game has never been, at least for a very long time, has not been like aligned with PC gaming because PC good games point. you don't buy in stores. People buy PC games on Steam. Um, That's a good point. So it's, it's weird for them to be like, and now come check out our very expensive PCs that you can play on. It's a very <laughs> strange little like... Eight pounds for two hours if you're interested. Eight pounds. So we so we rocked up um, on a Sunday. Um, it was fairly busy. Um, I was surprised. Mm. Um, the guy that was standing there, what was his name, James? Um, <laughs> shout out to James. Um, and uh, he he was very chill. He did. He wasn't wearing any like attire, so I wasn't sure if he was the guy. But he was the guy. He was manning like a. Uh computer at the entrance where you could sign in it looked like it was all managed at that computer mm-hmm. um, and he, he was like hey guys when we walked up to him yep and uh, he was like yeah so we got he how how did he, we asked like how, i don't know you said like how do we get in on this or not that phrase but something similar uh, so and, i was like uh so what's the deal with this how like how does this work and he described it as a modern video game arcade which is really not how I thought of it. No, I mean, an arcade suggests that you have a choice, which you totally did. You know, I, I think it's fairly accurate. It might be accurate, but it's also not the <laughs> To go 180. Thing. It's also not really what it is. You know, it's not like the things that they have in like South Korea is not, it's not that. It's not an arcade. They don't call it an arcade. They just call them internet what? cafes. P- they're called PC bangs. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay, so that's clear. They've got <laughs> perfect name. Yeah, I, I I think I think it might be pronounced slightly differently, like bang bang. Ah, uh, sure. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's just spelled PC bang. Yeah. Um. Uh. So the the room itself it takes 
games. And I, I um, think also before we go into describing this experience, yeah. I think it's worth worth mentioning that I was going in expecting it to be awful for some reason, to be like just a horrible, mm-hmm. uncomfortable kind of gross experience. Yeah, I don't think um, you can really see it any other way from the outside. I mean, it's called Belong. It's a video game place that is called Belong. I mean, that is incredibly problematic it, it's as a starting so point. Lame. It's so lame. Um, yeah, so it takes, like, games, general aesthetic that it's had for years, which is black and purple, and then um, covers everything in black and purple. So it's it's very dark, black walls, um, some faux brick effect, which was nice, um, and lots of glowing... PCs, you can see them. They're like, they have like perspex, so you can see inside them. You can see them everywhere. There, how much did he say they cost each of them? Like I think it? he said like two grand. Yeah, like two grand each. Um, you um, can uh, play on our high end computers here. They're about two grand each. Uh, yeah, and sit yourself American, down. But, but yeah, um, and then, yeah, it, it was like it was made the. It was like a lot of. Um, Hardware that I didn't recognize, like names that I didn't know. Um, uh, the, uh, the um, what do you call them, like the accessories, the, like the mouse and the keyboard and the all that stuff, they were all pretty big brands. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. I guess I just don't know anything. But the, uh, the brand of the PC itself, uh, which shone through, obviously, some sort of deal there they have with game, um, I hadn't heard of. Mm-hmm. It was like Republic of Gamers or something, but something, something maybe it, maybe it's huge, but I've never heard of it before. Yeah, but I don't think it's huge because I've never heard of it before. Yeah, the other weird um, thing that they do is for each of the games, there's I think there's only like ten of these in the country at this point, maybe more, maybe less. I'm not quite sure. Um, they have they assign like team names to each to of each these store. stores. Um, so the one for Kingston was the Kingston Harriers and it had, (laughs) um, planes as the like logo, um, the badge. You know what? I like the idea of giving each shop like an identity and trying to build a community around each shop because it makes sense. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a bit too expensive for it to be sort of a regular community activity really. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I like the idea of it. It's just they went down, and we talked about this, like the most typical, lame, cliche, I'm a gamer uh, aspect. Well, so I mean, sort of, but they also like, I mean, speaking specifically about the team names, what are Kingston Harriers, like what does that have to do with anything that's much more yeah, like sports focused? You know, that's much more, not that video games aren't technically sports or whatever, but like as in typical traditional sports, like... It, we, it could have just been the Kingston Tigers, and it's equally as irrelevant. Um, so it's, that was a strange choice. Not that I really want it to be, like, um, the Kingston Tetrominoes or something. You know, like, I don't want, like, video game-related yeah. minutia. But, like, um, it's still a strange choice, and, like, the logo itself is just pretty tacky. And so I also want to say now, uh, going into this thing, uh, for whatever reason, I, I just had this like preconceived notion that it was going to be awful, mm-hmm. uh, which is just totally unjustified because it's literally just something uh, that I just really enjoy doing, um, yeah. but just not in my house. 
And that's, like, great. And I had an absolutely great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was, like, part of me was expecting, like, crumbs on the seats. Yeah. And, and like, a sticky mouse. <laughs> just, like, just, <laughs> it's like... They offer snacks as well, which yeah, are, like, they, Pringles and... We didn't really investigate the snacks. That was a missed opportunity. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Um, yeah, I think, in general, we were talking about this after, just... Um, video game like hardware and everything else outside of the games themselves uh are so they're so specifically craply designed they're always so naff and corny and um and i mean this is just my taste like whatever it's fine if you like um glowing lights coming out of your pc that's 100 percent fine um, yeah is, is that like a is that an attack on me no, it's fine, man. You do what you like. <laughs> uh, you do you do you. But for me personally, that stuff always just looks like so naff. It's kind of fun. Like I kind of like the dumb keyboards that glow and change colors. But like also, I would never own one of those. Um, but just outside of that, even just like yeah, the belong thing and just the general design around anything that isn't specifically an actual video game when it comes to games is always so naff, and it's a shame that game had to do that again. Um, with belong i really just don't like i never want to say to anyone what did you do on saturday i went to belong like i just don't that's just terrible yeah and i mean we also have to remember that like it is possible that uh and probable that games is like majority audience Hmm. will much prefer what they've done than what we think is cool sure i mean i I mean it's like so subjective but it's of course so cliched and but man, I mean, I'm sure it's yeah, for like a it, reason. It, it works for probably a majority in that it's, yeah. it's not like too offensive. Though I do wonder. I wonder what I don't know what I would do if I had to design a space. Like yeah, that. I mean it, it's tricky, isn't it? Because we're saying how one of the priorities is you don't want lots of light. Yeah, uh, which is like the obvious thing to brightening up. The, well, in a non-literal way, like making a place more inhabitable and nicer. But when you play games, obviously, you don't want any light because it ruins the screen. So it's tricky. Yeah, so you just end up in this dark, dingy room. Feels like you're going into Laser Quest. Yeah, it kind of does. Queuing up at the start with all the snacks. Yeah. But once you get to a computer, they offer you... They're like, so uh, what are you guys thinking of playing today? Mm-hmm. And we were like, Overwatch. Mm-hmm. That's what and he was like, great, follow me. And he just showed us to two PCs, sat us down, full game of chairs. Yep, the bucket seat chairs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the classic racing car ones. Yeah. Um, but I, I just had a great time. I don't know why I wouldn't enjoy it because, yeah. like I said, I like playing video games, but it was in a new environment, which is something I don't get to do very often with a bigger monitor. and. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that I was in a chair that was comfortable and that I got to play a video game that ran well next to my good friend, and I could like we could just like easily talk, not over the phone or any bullshit. Um, <laughs> Despite the fact that they set you up on Discord, yeah, um, which has like a <laughs> second delay when you're right next to each other. Yeah, I mean it makes sense if you've got like more than two people. Um, sure, because then like. Obviously, you don't want to be shouting across the room and stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, for the two of us, we didn't we didn't need it. Um, I also appreciated that um, 
you get your own we were worried so we went specifically on this weekend because it was a free overwatch weekend which is to get people to play overwatch they sometimes let people play it for free um so i thought okay well we'll do it then but it turns out that even though it requires like a login um you can still just play it for free it didn't matter that we went this that weekend um so they they supply like logins so you never have yeah. to buy any of the games which seems yeah, obvious but it's also great. like for all things like Blizzard games, right? It's all um, account locked and stuff. Yeah, and I mean that—that's like a an expense that you're just glad that they've covered mm-hmm. because they've got uh, each computer has its own Steam account with all the main games, and then you know a Blizzard account with all the games purchased and just all the biggies. So uh, you don't have to worry. But at the same time, they're like, do you want to use your own account or you can use our account? Whatever you'd rather. Yeah, so you used yours, and I just used the game. What was it Game King? Game King, game King seventeen or something. Which which I thought was hilarious because I didn't make the connection at the time that it was Game, the store Kingston. Um, yeah, I made I, I made the connection <laughs> that it was Game, but the King bit slipped my mind. <laughs> I thought they were just like let's just um, make it Game King. <laughs> For, these, for all of these, these ones. These kids, they're game kings. and they. I, I didn't even, like, think to clock. I didn't assume that it was, oh, it's for a king. I just what? never, it never what? really entered my mind, like, you just the whole name. You didn't acknowledge that it was a word? Yeah, not really. I just thought <laughs> that's funny, and I just took it at face value lame. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, like I, everything I just else had that mindset place. going in that I was like, okay, lame, lame. <laughs> Instantly lame. Lame, lame. But I uh, play video games, so it's fun. But I, I enjoyed me running around as my uh, on my Blizzard account in Overwatch, partnered up with Game King Seventeen. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really. Um, I guess we'll talk about Overwatch. But I really enjoyed um, having you next to me showing the game, like mm. I that like um. So I'd never played Overwatch. Obviously, that's the whole point of the show is that we play things maybe we haven't played for three hours or whatever. But um, so I'd never played Overwatch and it was nice to just have you there to be like, what the hell is this? What does that do? How does that work? Um, it's like a really nice experience that I guess is not something you get many times just in general because games are such a like a solo experience anyway. But even like when you're on Skype or Discord or whatever, um, there's like a there's an obvious disconnect when you're both like playing something online, um, but like when you're just sitting next to each other, it's just like hey, you just immediately point something and be like, what the hell does that do? And that was like a really nice, like friendly, mm. um, enjoyable way to experience a game for a first time. Yeah, and I mean obviously it's also uh, very useful that I can see your perspective mm. from these questions, and you're like, oh okay, and I can literally point on the screen or point to your keyboard. Yep. And I just want to bring up as well the fact you were mentioning earlier that you didn't like all the um, uh, that you didn't like all the uh, gamer gear, mm-hmm. gamer gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I quote you: "You were loving that keyboard, the space bar on that keyboard." <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. The space bar I, was I know the size it's true, of man. four thumbs. <laughs> it was Not- huge. It was like a two-inch. Two-inch uh, wide space bar. Yeah, and I, when I say four thumbs, I don't mean um, vertically. I mean horizontally. It was, like, just the, <laughs> the thickest space bar I ever saw. It was huge. Yeah. 
and I'm not quite sure. What you're loving it. Is. You're like, I mean, it's, I'm not, it's really I don't comfortable. Think I've like, ever, like, I can't miss it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever missed a space bar in my life, so I don't know why you need to make it four times the width. <laughs> is it? No, it's not width. I guess it's height. I guess it's height. Uh, I guess so. No, I don't know what it would be. Length. Mm, I, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's people know. Yeah. Um, and anyway, the guy was like, so what game do you want to play? We said Overwatch, he sat us down, and we logged into Blizzard's Overwatch. We did. We played it. A, a new experience for you, a very, uh, almost, you know, it's, it's a game that goes through surges, like a lot of these online games, especially Blizzard games I find more than any other ones, where I will play them, like, religiously for a week, or two, or on release, or when a new expansion comes out, or whatever, and then they die away, and then they you become tired of them. Uh, but I really enjoyed being able to relive that experience, almost as if it was for the first time again, playing with you. Mm. Um, because, you know, once you've played a game for, like, however many... I've probably played, like, a couple hundred hours uh, of Overwatch. At a guess, maybe, like, 150. Mm-hmm. Um having then like you there being like oh this is exciting what does this do it's nice to sort of regain back that uh first time playthrough experience as a quote-unquote experienced player yeah that is cool um did you find like actually playing it on the bigger monitor like i i guess what i imagine was maybe a slightly like higher frame rate and stuff did that make a difference at all uh, it, it's nice. It's like a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that is objectively really nice and you adjust to very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, I, I mean, we went through the stage when we were, like, 16 of, uh, saving up a bunch of money to, to get 27-inch IMAX. Yes. Um, a bunch which, <laughs> which is, which were great. But and you just adjust to the huge monitor size, yeah. very very quickly. You do. Uh, but anyway, I don't want to hear about me. I want to hear about your opinions and experience with Overwatch. Oh gosh. Okay. And and just approaching a Blizzard game because for such like a huge, uh, the nerd that you are. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, no, I'm playing. But someone who plays a lot of games. Uh, but. You know, not a big PC gamer, not, not a lot of split experience. Um, yeah, so my experience with... I don't think I've ever played a Blizzard game for much longer than... I mean, I played Hearthstone, but I did not play three hours of Hearthstone, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this was like one of my first Blizzard games. Um, Which is crazy. And I... I uh, I mean, I liked Overwatch. Um, I had some, like, reservations before I went in. I find... I guess I just have my own bullshit around that company as it's perceived by people. And it's like, I think I find the admiration it gets kind of disturbing. <laughs> um, and, um, and just... They just continually make video games that on the face of it don't interest me um their aesthetic style and um 
the genres that they touch are just tend to not be um are they almost always they're always like online focused right they don't really make single player games anymore no not since um the old warcraft games yeah um so i mean that's probably the biggest reason to be honest it's just like i'm not a huge like um competitive player um but i mean i mean, I mean like diablo is yeah is largely true. considered a single player game that's true which you can just play multiplayer um um, 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 um. Yeah, so so I have my reservations, and Overwatch looked kind of cool from like trailers and just general like people talk, people talk about Overwatch a lot. So I I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of what that game was before going into it. Um, uh, but and in fact, I think the thing that made me like Overwatch the most previously was I watched and I can't remember the YouTube video. Um, maybe I'll find it and put it in the description for this. Um, but this guy did this really, really good detailed, um, analysis, analysis of all the animation and how they get character through, um, first person animation. Um, and it's a really good video and it shows just how incredibly talented, um, the team is over at Blizz Blizz. Um, just like in that one specific way of um yeah conveying character through first person animations um so that made me like interested in the game but never enough to like try it or anything and i was glad to have gotten the chance to play it on a pc a nice pc it ran well and stuff um yeah like i don't i wouldn't really want to play it on a ps4 i don't really want to play it with um analog sticks um and let me google that video overwatch animations um God, let me i think i know the guy's name i think i have him followed on the older uh subs what's the word oh it's the cover the um it's called extra credits uh, extra credits and and the series is um extra i got it i got it i got it anyway um so that's a really really good video um yeah, and it holds up to that. Like, that game is just absolutely filled with um, personality. And it's funny how just playing it made me immediately like all those characters a lot more than when I had just seen, like, press releases for them. Mm. Um, it's funny how games work. Like, just, like, being whatever, <laughs> being within... Um, playing a character versus looking at them um, immediately makes me much more interested in them which is probably why video games in general um i enjoy more you know than like a movie or whatever mm. um is for whatever reason i just feel significantly more invested um and not like overwatch is like a story game or has really any story at all but um what is the actually is there like law for why they're fighting yeah so basically uh and this is gonna be pretty broken and inconsistent and probably wrong Okay. But basically, a super team was formed to sort of protect the world. And I can't remember, I think it was from, are they called the Omnics? Uh, which are like a bunch of robots um, that were sort of attacking the world or whatever. And I can't remember if Overwatch, Overwatch was brought together to prevent the this attack or if it was brought together post the attack. Mm-hmm. No, I'm pr- I'm pretty confident it was um, brought together to fight this attack, and then re-brought together at the start of this game. And so, I'm at, is that all of that? 
information given outside of the game that's like trailers and stuff. Yeah, so it, it does a lot of, and I quite like it when online games do this, and I think, uh, so Blizzard do it well, especially through their animations and uh, like short films that are just so well done. Their team on that is just top tier, mm-hmm. um, like the best out there. And just like through lore and stories and comics and videos, right? And it just it just sort of fleshes that out that way, as well as things through like uh, like in the maps. So you can see a lot of details in the maps that like suggest these things and show, for example, posters of the characters in their prime or suggest some of the dangers out there. Mm. Um, right. It's cool though. Yeah, I it was nice. It was nice to play um like a multiplayer shooter again. It was nice to play one I mean uh like Team Fortress 2, I guess is the thing that relates closest to something that I've played any significant Hugely. amount. Of. There's um, a lot of comparisons. Yeah, it's got like that um character focus and and like everyone's got their own sort of loadouts and stuff. Yeah, sort of a, a fun of what would you say like a funified like a, f- a funified version of a first-person shooter, one that's more than that doesn't get fun through like uh, pure shooting and moving and uh, I don't know, like a <laughs> well-designed maps and <laughs> good character, you know, but things that are a bit more uh, out there, characters with a bit more. Uh, well, I think something that like really shows the. Um value and whatever of something like overwatch or team fortress 2 is that they don't have any real progression systems like a call of duty does Mm. and like a call of duty has a progression system arguably because maybe there isn't quite enough meat on those bones otherwise like it, it feels like you need it's i think it's really impressive and ballsy that these games don't feel like they need um to be like constantly giving you stuff and like yeah you up and I think I think that's largely the reason why these games die, uh, but at the same time they want those games to die because they produce so many of them and make all their money by reproducing them. Yeah. So I think they're fine with those games dying. However, I think you like underestimate the fact that these games become all about skill progression rather than uh, game progression. As in the player skill. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I mean, that's so what you, I mean. So you, get, you get your fun through victories of a competitive mode that you're probably, uh, you know, best at well, in yeah, terms of like, competition. Exactly, like that, but that's that's what's impressive is that it doesn't have to rely on this sort of fake feeling of progression. It can You can actually, like, progress in terms of how good you are instead of just having a gun that shoots more bullets in a second, you know? Um, oh, but, um, like, COD doesn't do that. Not really. I mean, it gives you, like, perks and then new guns and such and such and such. Sure, and there, there is slight advantage, but I, w- I would say for games like COD, it's more a skill thing. Because when you level up, you restart that whole progression again. Right. So, I mean, you've lost all of your perks that give you a slight advantage. Mm. Um, but I think I think for that, it's just people enjoy winning. Yeah, sure. Whereas o- Overwatch... Overwatch is much more sort of creative in its play styles and um, just design in general. 
a lot more variation. I think that's what it comes down to, variation. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot easier to see... Um, it's a lot easier to see all the insane, smart design decisions that is going on in Overwatch compared to Call of Duty. Not that there isn't great design in both, but um, <clears throat> the design in Overwatch, I guess to a point, has to be quite um, transparent because you need to learn how to take advantage of like a player's skill set um, or a character's skill set to beat someone else, whereas in Call of Duty, it's everything's a bit more flat. Um, yeah. Probably stop You're on a much more level. Comparing uh, these two at this point, but like, but it's, yeah, um, it's nice to like be able to recognize all these very intelligent, like balancing decisions. It's. I mean, I was saying to you when we were playing, like, it's amazing. Um, all these maps are like good. Obviously, they're all very good, but they have to be designed so that everyone, every character, can have fun on each map in a specific way all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's, I mean, maybe you can correct me. I didn't play enough of it, I guess, but like, I'm sure there are maps that are slightly better for certain characters and that's probably Definitely. intentional, but it's yeah, never, and, but it's never like this map is just filled with people that are sniping and only sniping. You know? No, that's a good point, which is, uh, which is like, I guess just the, what happens when, when everyone can play the same character because in Overwatch, you know, it doesn't allow everyone to play the same character. Um, it means that, say, for example, if a map is perfect for sniping, mm. only one person really gets the chance to. Yeah. So it forces people not to go uh, into like the most optimal oh, thing. What? Does it like literally for like if more than like two people choose a character? No, you, only one person can play as each character on a team. But there are like si very similar like classes. Yeah, sure. So how but many there's, snipers there's... are there? There's like three snipers. So there's one lit literal sniper uh, who is the sniper in the sense of what someone would think of when you think of a sniper. There's someone who has a bow and arrow, yeah. which is, you know, like a long-ranged uh, single-target shot, but it's different. And then there's a sniper who uh, also heals. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot less um, focus on enemy sniping because as a healer, uh, you're going to be putting out you're going to be benefiting your team much more through healing than through damage. Yeah, I am. Um, so there's only one like proper proper sniper. Yeah, I played as the healing sniper, uh, not for very long, um, but like that's an example of just like really cool um, character build design. The, like, it's like mm. a really smart, interesting idea of being a sniper, but your main goal is to heal people because like yeah. usually healers are people that like stick right next to other people. Yeah, um, so and it's, it's, really it's cool. super it's really easy smart. as well, normally. Yeah, yeah. As a healer, your role is normally to point and click. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, it also gives some sort of responsibilities to your teammates. So it's almost impossible to heal like a tracer who's very small, very, very quick, running around in the distance. Mm. Uh, but, like, you have fat tanks who slowly trudge around and are huge targets. Yeah. So there's, like, some in interesting uh, healing dynamics there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all the healers in general, to me, immediately felt more interesting than, like, the medic in TF2. Yeah. The medic in TF2. For sure. I mean, I mean, TF2 came out a long time ago, and obviously Overwatch was very inspired by it, so it makes sense that a lot of those elements are massively improved upon. But, like, yeah, the medic in TF2 is just kind of, like, pretty standard guy, just runs around behind people, sort of piping them with health. 
Yeah, and uh, Overwatch does have a sort of exactly similar character in Mercy. Right. Um, which is, I mean, you basically spammed Farah, who's a flying girl with rockets. Yes. She seemed um, to me to be a easy starting point. Like, just, like, everything she did I understood and had done before in some other game. Um, it was a nice combination of those things, a nice interesting combination of them, but they were all recognizable, like, moves and abilities, which I liked. Mm. Yeah, and um, she has, like, a classic cheese combo with Mercy, who is essentially medic from TF2, except you can fly, uh, well, you, well, you can hover and slowly fall and shift to get close to someone. So the classic combo that we did, and was fun, you'd, like, fly up, I'd just float around with you in the sky. Um and, like, empower your shots and heal you when you took damage. Yeah, it was nice to not be dying mm. for that brief moment. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's one of those games that has uh, different characters, and as a new player, not knowing what their stuff does can be a bit tricky. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pharaoh was definitely the character I enjoyed the most and played the most by a significant portion. Um, I liked... Um, what's the name of that ice lady that you play sometimes? May. May. Um, I don't like her design very much, but I like... Uh, she seems, like, pretty... Really? What's not to like? Um, I don't know. I just... I just, It just... Maybe it wigs me out that she's, like... I don't know. She just seems too chill. <laughs> well, she's a nice girl, Louie. Yeah. Yeah. She just... Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe I would learn to like her as I played her more. You should watch... You should watch... Well, you shouldn't watch... But if you ever play this game uh, properly, you should watch the uh, some of the shorts. May has a great one. I like. I can't tell you why, because I don't know why. It's me just being an ass, but I really, really don't want to watch them. Yeah, no, no, you do, you man. Uh, but they are <laughs> just ob- objectively great. I'm sure. I'm sure they're um, like tiny Pixar movies. Yeah, they're really just so well done. It's about how she like makes her ice gun, good, and becomes a hero. It's good. It's good. Anyway, the whole experience was really fun. Sign me up again. Yeah, I'd definitely do that again. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Maybe some PUBG. Yeah, dude, I've been playing that the last few days off uh, off the hype of looking at the game, people playing it in game, and Cormac's been playing some of it. And been playing some with him. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually pretty fun. I think we'd have a good time. I'm sure we would, yeah. Let's absolutely go back and play PUBG. Yeah, so I um, I looked at the price of PCs. Yeah. I interneted how much it would cost me to own a PC. Yeah. Uh, and I, I failed to find anything that I felt comfortable purchasing. Um, Fair. Well, what sort of price were you looking at? Um... Well, I don't feel like I could really get anything worth a damn. Like, it has to be like over five hundred quid, right? Yeah. Feel, yeah. It's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere between five hundred and one thousand. And like, when you get over five hundred pounds, that's a very, very significant investment. It's a I, big purchase. That I could then I could use that money for so many other things. Um, like when it's like under five hundred, when it's like like a switch, right? Switch like two hundred and fifty quid. Two eighty, I think. Two eighty, yeah. Um, I'll like that's that game. like I can like, I can kind of almost pretend that I didn't spend that money, but like when it's like, um, 
yeah, for me when it's seven hundred, yeah, that's like bit, bit it's bigger, huge, like bit holidays and many other things can go for that. Yeah, especially when you got outgoing money. Yeah, I mean, also, um, I just I also don't really want like a PC. I don't want more shit in my flat. Um, yeah. So I was I looking at like obviously very overly because like if you the more like. Um, I guess the closer it is to just being a console, the more expensive it's going to be because it's because they can charge for idiots like me that are going to overpay for that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, like, I was looking at stuff that's, like, sort of marketed as, like, PC consoles. Um, and I can't tell, like, off the bat how powerful it is compared to something else. But, like, they're, they're all, like, 700 up, I think. Um, and it's just like, yeah. And they're probably, like... I mean, they do, they do the job. Yeah. I guess for sure. Um, maybe maybe we should try and get uh, like a crazy sponsorship. We'll promise them that in like a year, this podcast will be huge. That's how this works, yeah. And then <laughs> they go on promises. Oh well, I mean, obviously we just have to convince them. <laughs> <laughs> with the promises, you mean? No, obviously with uh, high quality content and trust. I th- but yeah, so I think what they do is they look at how many people listened the week before you contacted them and then they say yes or no based on no that. no sure but that's why we say we give them like an introductory deal where we'll be like oh and we'll just stick with you for ages at like a really low rate if you in advance take the risk on us being successful in the future <clears throat> it'll I mean, pay you back in the future by it being like a low rate so what we would just be like hello this week we're playing PUBG and I played it on my Dell Inspiron 5000 and then no no you'd just be like wow these guys actually just really like actually cooked us up massively uh-huh. um, <laughs> I guess that's for true. what for like for I guess fuck if, knows if, like, what reason yeah. if a company because... gave me a really nice PC I wouldn't have to like fake how much I appreciated them or that <laughs> yeah their exactly stuff. and then we'll like, be like these guys were really nice they just gave me a free PC so yeah, it'd be sick. Yeah, so... That's so, what we yeah. have to do. Or just give us money, which we can then use to buy you a PC. <laughs> and maybe me a microphone. Well, that, that that broadens our options, because then we could get money from, like, anyone. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know Blue Apron? Uh, no. No? No. Are they good? <laughs> should, we get, should we get in touch? Do they sponsor everyone? Yeah, they're one of those podcasts. Like Audible. Yeah, it's like Audible. They do, um... I th- I don't think they're in the UK. They do like, uh, uh, you know what? I think I've heard they're not of paying it. us. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what they do. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, maybe we'll try and get get you a free PC. That sounds good. Let's, let's do that. But in that time, I'm going to belong as a uh, avid member of the Kingston Harriers. Yeah, I mean, at least at least in the time being, we both have somewhere we finally belong. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to know. After, yeah, thank God. We've been after searching. all these years, knowing that there's a special place. It was it was game all along, Lucky. It was game. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought, hey? When I was making all those pre, pre-purchases um, all those years ago, who would have thought that when you were that, in would, be my, that would be my home? Too. Yeah, That's my home away from home. You are already there. Uh, anyway, we should go back and play PUBG because I would like that. Yes. i got stuff to say about that game. But... Cool. I can it, wait. it will wait. It will wait. We could do that like fairly soon. Let's, let's just do whatever, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you have a game for me next week. <sighs> yes, and and it's time you played it, sir. Yeah, okay. You're gonna say Mirror's Edge two. I am. Uh, so it's uh, it's currently on sale on the Come PlayStation on. Network. 
Oh, so I have to buy it on the PlayStation Store. For six pounds. Okay, I'll buy that. See, that seems pretty reasonable. <laughs> that seems that's like uh, Mirror's Edge Kex shelf. Yeah, that's value. that's like you should buy that at that point. Let's have, let's have a look on eBay first. Okay, I mean, I doubt it. Um, Mirror's Edge Two. It's Catalyst. It's not. It's not two. Cat, Alice, PS4. Maybe I will buy that, Louis. I mean, you have to play it next week, so... Like, everything in my uh, Steam wish list is, like, half price as well. Oh, so Black Friday. Actually... Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow, actually, here, to be fair, mm-hmm. they're selling pretty cheap on eBay, like, seven quid. Yeah, but this is six pounds, and you get it right now. True. But you don't get True. a physical copy that you can sell for 50p back to Kex. That's also true. So, you know, it's really only... Not much I'm losing out on there. Um, yeah, so next week, it sounds like you've confirmed you are playing <laughs> Mirror's Edge Catalyst, finally. Um, Can't wait. I will also play... I will also replay some of it, because I need to refresh my brain on it. Um, but that should be good. I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, okay. Come on now. I'll do that. Thank you. I'll do that. I'll do that. Wonderful. All right. Should we get out Great. of here? Great. Let's get out of here. Right. Um, Let's get out of town. This podcast goes up every single Sunday on SoundCloud and iTunes and some of the other ones that you're thinking of in your head. Uh, YouTube. It's all on YouTube now. Yeah. Is this is this now a thing where it's just going to be consistent? Yeah. It's just all on YouTube. Well done, my friend. Every, well, from episode 13 onwards... 13 to 28 is all on YouTube. Yeah, you can just look for Timeplay 3HR on YouTube and it should come up. Yeah. Um, Cool, man. Thanks for chatting. Thanks for belonging. Yeah, man. Good stuff. I look forward to next week. Yes. Where uh, we will be talking about uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst and hopefully Blue Apron. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And and Origin PCs. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Cool, cool. Cheers then. Bye, bye, bye.